Hey, y'all, and welcome to this season's very first Extra Sugar. Should I do the sound? Uh, Applause. Y- y- uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's even more organic. Uh, so it's Thursday. Happy Thursday. <laughs> I just got really confused. Right, Thursday. Mm-hmm. With you. I don't, I don't know. We're not used to doing the Extra Sugar separately, so <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to gain my footing. Is that, Am I doing good? Great. <laughs> it's so Fantastic. Good. You're just a natural. You know, that's what they're always telling me. So show history dictates. That for our very first extra sugar, we set the scene for the year, of which is the corresponding year, designing women. <laughs> I had so much trouble saying that at the end of the main episode. I couldn't it's figure out how right. to word that. Whatever year it's not it is on the show, we're talking about that year. Does that Sounds make good. sense? Makes sense. Okay. So season four took place technically in 89 and 90, but today we're talking 1989, baby. First of all, even though I myself am not a Swifty, it feels worth mentioning for our biggest fan right here in the room, this is the year that Taylor Swift arrives to planet Earth. Hold on, Nikki. <laughs> such a creepy way to say that. Here, so let, me, let me tell you how I know that, though, okay? I Yes, yes, I'm aware of the album title name, but also when I Googled 1989, just along everything, was coming up T-Swift. Of course it was, as it should be. Well, I wasn't prepared. So As it should be. Regrettably, it's not 1989 Taylor's version yet, but it will be soon. Okay. Real fans will know. So, they get it. Oh, no, no, I get it. They get it. She took all her music back. Um, okay. Understand. Feminism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm feminism. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, <laughs> feminazis. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so burning. I, I like to keep this first extra sugar a little loose, a little light, frothy, if you will. Okay, um, you can tell because I wrote all those words down. I was say, That's how light and frothy. So I off am. the cuff as she reads her notes. Shh, <laughs> they'll never know. <laughs> but in the first one, I like to keep it to pop culture. Okay, we know other things happen, but for today, uh, I want to talk about the fun stuff. Taylor Swift. So let's start with, we're done with Taylor Swift. Sorry. And I want to start with movies. Okay. So question for you, Uh Nikki. If you had to guess, what do you think the highest grossing movie of 1989 was? This is going to suck. This is going to suck so bad. The first thing that came to mind was Top Gun. I thought of Top Gun. Okay. That's fair enough. It was the wrong year. Yeah. Um, so the answer is Batman. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. You got, right. Yeah. That was my second guess. Yep. As in Tim Burton's Batman with Michael Keaton starring as the titular character as well as Jack Nicholson <laughs> as the titular. Joker and Kim Basinger. Passenger. Sorry. I've heard it pronounced both ways. Anyways, she plays the love interest. The article notes this is one that ushered ushered in our current era of comic book blockbusters. So thank you, depending on how you feel. Help me. Yeah. Which one was the one with the penguin? That's Batman Returns. Okay. The second one. Okay, thank you. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. So if you want to know how long ago this was, we don't have to count the years. By golly, we can count the Batmans. In the interceding years, there have been... Five more Batman. Dang. Mans? <laughs> I want to quiz you. I will not. Okay. Those are Val Kilmer, George Clooney. Oh, wait, I could have done this one. Okay, well, take us But not now. now. You've already started. Val Kilmer, Val George Kilmer, Clooney. Val Kilmer, George Clooney. 
You said you Christian could Bale. Okay. This is a podcast. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Oh, I forget about Ben Affleck. And our newest Batman. Oh. <laughs> Tell me more. You were going to take us on through, huh? Okay. Robert Pattinson. Oh, that's right. The Batman. So sure. That was the name of the movie. The okay. Batman. Okay. Okay. So. God. All right. <laughs> My first question is, have you seen the 1989 Batman? Yes. Okay. Uh, not, please don't think that me confusing the penguin means that I haven't seen it. I, for whatever reason, thought that was one and the same. And you said Jack Nicholson. I was like, oh, that's confusing. Yes, I've seen them all. Okay. I've seen them all except Robert Pattinson. Okay. I like Batman. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, did you like, well, do you? Do you remember this version then? The Michael Keaton version? The, the one with um, Jack, Jack Nicholson? Nicholson? I will as you're talking about it. Okay. Michael Keaton, I thought was a great Batman. Okay, personally, well, and that's so. Do you have a favorite Batman and or Batman movie? Uh, I will say no. Uh, but what <laughs> I will say, each one resonates with me in a different way. So, like okay. the George Clooney that one sounds just like you. I oh. have like a real soft spot for that one because of the time period in my life, and like okay. it was a really big deal to have um, freedom. It, <laughs> That your really first liked, movie by yourself. I really liked Robin. Okay, you were so, a Chris O'Donnell gal. Yeah, I mean, I think there were a lot of girls that were Chris O'Donnell girls, and a lot of boys, boys that were for. Chris O'Donnell boys. <laughs> Just Chris O'Donnell people. people that's, that's what we right. were there for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a different. I have a soft spot for different ones. Uh, I thought Christian Bale was a really good Batman. Yeah. I just feel like you just starting with the George Clooney has to give you like hottest take. <laughs> I'm not afraid to be controversial. It is pretty controversial. It might be the most controversial. I didn't thing you said. say it was like my favorite. My point was I have soft, soft spots for Nostalgia. all of them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sure. I can see I can see benefit to all of them. There's not one that I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Although I certainly would not be watching those movies today. Oh, okay. So Batman is probably my favorite superhero. Out of all of them. Mm. Always has been. I, th- I think probably always will be. Uh, I have two favorites, and mine are both sequels. So you already mentioned Batman Returns. This is Michael Keaton as Batman. Uh, also Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Her name is Selena Kyle. That was a, a really big selling point for me back in that time. I was like, Selena? What? It's me. There wasn't a lot of Selenas that you would hear on TV and in movies, and that remains to be the case and then Danny DeVito is the penguin my other favorite is the dark knight with Christian Bell Heath Ledger is the Joker this was a superhero prestige movie at its absolute heights and I would totally I've watched that movie this year and it's like it's probably like just one of my favorite movies it is doesn't make you sad looking at Heath Ledger well it makes me sad that we didn't get to see more of him because i i think that was the hints of him being probably the actor of this generation um had he lived but i it doesn't make me not want to watch it no um so other contenders for that year in terms of movies uh and i want you to say seen it not seen it no reason okay this will probably be tough to find one that you haven't seen, but uh, will it though? <laughs> we'll see. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Saying that. Parenthood. Saying that. The movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do the Right Thing. I don't think I've seen that one. 
Bragging. Okay. <laughs> when Harry Met Sally. Seen it. Dead Poet Society. Seen it. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Seen it. Prove it. I can't. Don't make me. <laughs> the Indiana Jones movies run together for me. My parents used to watch them all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I rewatched them when the one with um, Shia LaBeouf came out. Uh-huh. So I rewatched them. But that's still been a decade. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, Ghostbusters 2. Yes. It's important to say that this also starred Annie Potts in one of her most iconic roles as Janine Melnitz, also with a northern accent, which, I mean, I know I'm southern, but I think she did a pretty good job. (laughs) And then my personal favorite from that year at that time, The Little Mermaid. Oh, for sure. Okay. See, I told you it was going to be hard for you to have not seen these. I don't know that one you said do the right thing. Oh, you don't know it at all? Mm-mm. Oh, well, we'll get into that, but not today. Yeah, I, so I saw Parenthood uh, as a kid, uh, like, I don't know, maybe like 10. Mm-hmm. It, young enough that I, in re-watching it as an adult, I was like, oh, that's what that meant. Or, oh, that's what they were talking about. But I re-watched the movie when the TV show came out because I was like, I know this is a movie I've seen, but I, like, I feel like it would resonate differently as an adult. So um, I have rewatched it in recent years as well. Okay. That's a good one. Uh, the show right. was better. Uh, the show was really good. God, it was really good. Really good. Okay. While my sources didn't feel the need to mention it, I will. 1989 is also the year of Still Magnolias. Mm-hmm. So perhaps one, if not the greatest Southern movie of all time. So good. Got a slight debate in there. But we're going to plan something special later in the year. For now, we'll just say, my colors are blush and bashful. Her colors are pink and pink. That's right. So let's talk music. Here's a little flavor of what you might have heard on the radio at that time. It would be on the radio. New Kids on the Block with Hanging Tough. Richard, hanging. Hanging Hanging tough. (laughs) Richard Marks, Waiting for You. Paula Abdul, Forever Your Girl. Bette Midler's Wind Beneath My Wings. Motley Crue. Dr. Feel Good. This is a year that sees um, hip-hop's popularity on the rise. It's also the same year that Will Smith won the first ever Grammy for Best Rap Performance for Parents Just Don't Understand. (laughs) Madonna's Like a Prayer music video dropped that year, causing quite the stir because of the religious imagery. She was subsequently dropped as Pepsi spokesperson because there were concerns about boycotting the soft drink. I have forgotten about all of that. And then here's one I didn't know, um, but I thought was really interesting, so I thought I'd share. Flea from the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers wrote and played the bass line for Young MC's Bust a Move. He never received a songwriting credit or any royalties from (gasps) it. He was paid $200 for his studio time, and the song went on to become a number one hit and sell millions of records. I thought that was really interesting. Some big TV shows. Also said goodbye in 1989, including one that gets several designing women mentions. Dynasty. Mm. Then we also have Family Ties, Moonlighting, Miami Vice. Did you watch any of those shows ever? I've seen like I, I've seen an episode of um, Family Ties. I've never watched Dynasty. I've watched lots of Family Ties. I've I I know what the other shows are and quite a bit about them, but I've honestly never seen. I've never any seen of them. Miami Vice. I don't think Moonlighting was really well syndicated by the time I would have been old enough to like comprehend. Is that watching. like a soap opera? That is Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd. So, so it's a comedy. 
uh, it's kind of like, I guess, I think it was sitcom-y, romance like will they, won't they kind of show. Okay. Um, that's about the most I know about it. And then like their on-screen chemistry fueled by real hate, I feel like was um, a storyline of the did time. Did we talk about know. this in an, an yes. episode? Okay. We did. It's very familiar. Yep. Private detectives. Okie dokie. This sounds oh. very sim- familiar. See, I don't even think I knew they were private detectives. All right, other TV shows much more indicative than of the 90s were taking off at the time. Seinfeld. It's just kind of weird to think that that's when it premiered. The Simpsons. I don't even need to say this, but y'all, it's still on today. That's just nuts. It blows my mind. Saved by the Bell. Also premiered in 89. Do you remember what it was initially called? Mm-hmm. Uh, Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Because mm. uh, Miss Bliss that. showed up in one season. And then she was gone. Well, they absolutely exited her right off and then brought in AC Slater, Kelly, uh, Jesse. And like, I mean, honestly, that's when the show got good. This was the iconic TV show for people our age. Or at least it was for me and my friends. One thing that was resonating for me this morning as I was thinking about us recording today and just thinking about Designing Women is that this is the first season for me that this show, of de- this um, Designing Women show hasn't felt dated in, in like a, a way I almost sort of like, like we're dissecting it and we're like, oh, what are 80s things, for instance? This is the first season where I'm sort of like, I'm starting to get some of these things. Like it's starting to feel like life as I remember it as mm-hmm. it's still old because we're old, but like not uh, like another generation. And so yeah. you speaking about some of these contemporaries, like you said, Seinfeld, my eyes like like got huge because I'm like, really? 89? It's hard to think about them living in the same universe. In the same universe, yeah. And the, it's yeah. strange. Uh, did you know, also in 89, McDonald's tried and failed to sell this popular food item. The McRib? <laughs> that, that is no fail. I don't know. I've never even had one. But, uh, I'll always think about Kelly Osborne calling it the McRib. <laughs> she lost her mind over the McRib. People love it or hate it. Yeah. Very she good loved episode. it. You want to take a guess at what food item it I was? I just did. The McRib. You said no. Well, no, because that is not a failure. And it's not the it's happy success. meal. No, I don't know. Pizza. Try to sell pizza. I guess it was called McPizza. I'm just taking a guess. <laughs> Anyways. McPepperoni, please. It didn't do well. You don't say. Uh, Sega and Nintendo re- released two gaming systems that defined our childhood, the Sega Genesis and the Nintendo Game Boy. I'm going to guess that your family had the first one. We had both of them. Yeah, both of them. Okay. My sister, I think, had the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we definitely had a Sega Genesis. Okay. Sega. I had a Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Freshman 15 term was invented this year, thanks to Seventeen Magazine. Geez, thanks. Research only showed weight gains to be around five pounds. I'd be curious to know if this myth is still a thing. I don't really know. The Freshman 15? Mm-hmm. I think it, I think, I don't know. I think it is. Well, it definitely was in the early aughts. Yeah. Because I remember like people being like, oh, I want to put on 15 pounds as if it was like you got like your student card and your 15 pounds like walking through the door or something. Well, that's kind of how it worked out for some of us. If you went to UGA and you got your dining card, we ate a lot of cereal. I, I wasn't even a traditional freshman. I still got my 15. I'm almost positive. <laughs> we had stir fry in one of the dining halls. We'd eat that for breakfast. Yeah, it was a, we were well fed at Georgia. Ah, uh, just another plug for the bulldogs. 
lot of good dining halls. Um, uh, another kind of like pop culture-y reference, you know, the Hershey's Christmas Bell commercial? This is the little mm-hmm. Hershey's Kisses. Okay, so it premiered in 1989. Oh. It ran every holiday season for 31 years until it got a refresh in 2020. Oh, gosh. Apparently people, During a pandemic year. Apparently people were outraged. I think they're both super cute. We'll link to it. So I don't know if I've seen the new one. So it starts out with the little bells ringing. If you could just continue doing your fingers. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then um, it zooms in and then there's a, a, a mom, not a mom, a dad and daughter making the peanut butter blossoms mm. and putting the Hershey's kisses and tops on top. So it just, and it kind of transitions into like a more modern sounding beat. Mm. That's it. No, thank it's you. Super cute. I'd like to exclude myself from this narrative and go back to the 1989 original. I think you should watch it anyways. So as a, uh, uh, whatever culture, what is outrage culture? Mm-hmm. So uh, must be like people freaked out, but the truth is, is they were airing them both. So calm down, everyone. We can have it all. We can have peanut butter blossoms. We can have Hershey's Kisses. I do love peanut butter blossoms. We can have everything. With the understanding that we're only talking about pop culture from 1989, you know, we do understand. The Cold War ended. The Berlin Wall came down. All these things happened. It was a big year. But if we're talking about pop culture, just going to ask. Did we miss anything critical that year that you wanted us to talk about? Nikki, you can also get in on this. I think we needed to talk. talking to you. We need to talk a little bit more about Taylor Swift's birth. Let us know. It could get a plug in a future episode. We're going to skip right over that. I gave her a plug. I started with her. It's fine. For you. Thank you. Um, But you know the deal. There are ways to support us, which you can find from our website, sweetttv.com. Follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok. You can also reach us there with your thoughts or email us at sweetttvpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you, 1989. Thank you for joining us. And that's this week's Extra Sugar.